Welcome to the All Tides Podcast, a space to remind you that there's magic in the water and in each of us. The All Tides Podcast is my venue to share stories and conversations with friends about water as our healer, the importance of protecting what we love, and how time and nature can be both the most important and the easiest mindset work. In chatting with other water babies, I explore and acknowledge the unique currents that brought each of us to and through where we are now, and ultimately inspire one another to unapologetically chase more sunsets or live a life of beauty and adventure on your own terms. Shed the weight of the past, trust the flow of what's for you, and know it's safe and important to thrive in all tides. I am back, you guys. I've received so many notes from people being like, where are you? I need a new episode. So I am here to deliver. I'm totally kidding. I have received zero notes, but no one's counting. Um, (laughs) But anyway, here we are. It's basically spring and I have a fresh little episode for you. I feel like this is going to be pretty short because as I was jotting down notes, I realized my hand was kind of numb from journaling and my eyes are a little bit cross-eyed because I'm tired and this is what happens when I get up really early and write all day. So this should be fun. (laughs) Okay. So a couple things have been happening in this world of mine and they are for once, um, very much based on water. And by for once, I mean, I just feel like I haven't really had like a podcast episode where I talked much about the water and it's called the all tides podcast. So I needed to like get my act together. So I'm going to talk about that. Um, what I'm learning is really like lately has really been about like taking space and it's about water and it relates to business and also life, but like how they're all connected. And so what I'm, when I'm like talking about anything, I feel like I'm still kind of talking about the water. Um, whether the water like led me to the situation or helped me through a situation or because of the business, um, or it's just because I got the insight or learning or whatever from sitting on the couch, staring at the lake or, sitting at the shop, staring at the frozen lake or whatever, or, you know, you get it. Um, also I've had a lot of really amazing thoughts and downloads from listening to the blue mind book club. So the author of the blue mind that we talk about all the time on here. And by we, I mean, I, um, is Dr. Wallace J. Nichols. And so if you go onto Facebook and his Facebook page, he has been doing um, a live book club. And so he reads a couple pages at a time. And I think it's a seven week long program in total. But he's been, no, maybe, I don't know. He's been doing it for, I think maybe it's seven years. That's where the seven's coming from. I'm not really sure. Anyway, it's a really cool way to experience the book, um, live. And if you've read it, it really adds a ton to it. If you haven't read it, that's kind of getting you the info and you can still read the book and not do the book club, but it's really cool. And who, like what authors are doing a live book club? You can interact with him, ask questions, blah, blah, blah. It's really awesome. Anyway, my point was, 
I've had a lot of really cool just nuggets and thoughts come out of that and I watch it like with my journal open and yeah I'm I'm interesting anyway I feel like this whole episode is going to be pretty woo because there are like two things that have been on my plate lately and by plate I mean brain or heart or just taking over my life and the first is water specifically the cold variation and the other is breath work so my lord have I gone down the breath work and cold water rabbit hole so I've been following Wim Hof I think I first did this challenge in October um like a a cold water like entrance to cold shower conditioning breath work thing um it was a free challenge through commune and um which is an app that just has amazing courses pardon me i'm exhausted and yawning um and so i did it then but i was already taking cold showers and was kind of like i don't know i don't have time for like six minutes of breath whatever i just kind of resisted it and it must not have been the time anyway I am doing it again, and as I've been on this rabbit hole, and I have been taking, like, the most insanely cold showers. This is a funny story, actually. So, um, I was in the shop the other day and chatting with this woman about sunrise and sunset, and I've seen her out in front of the shop taking pictures before, and we were just talking about how beautiful it is, and I was like, oh my gosh let me show you this picture because she had shown me one she had just taken. So I whip my phone out and I'm like going through my camera roll. And as we were scrolling, I'm like, oh, and there's my naked body (laughs) because I wasn't completely naked. But um, I had taken a post shower selfie of my like freezer burned body, like my body my skin was all sorts of strange colors because I, I, yeah, my water gets that cold and that's how you flash your customers. But anyway, okay. So breath and water. Um, and it's funny that it's Wim Hof that I'm doing this with because he is just such an interesting character. But anyway, these two things are teaching me so much about presence and so much of my own understanding of the interplay between mind and body and soul. And if you do the Wim Hof course, he does talk through a lot of this and he has this protocol and it's really simple, basically just setting the mind, which is a gentle, what I'm like perceiving as just like gentle reprogramming and conditioning, um, about how to like go into like prep your body for a stressful situation in this situation, it's cold water. Um, but it could be really for like anything that, you know, is a normal stressor for you. And you basically like tell your body how it's going to react and then like have the tools to kind of ease it into it. But anyway, um, it's just really fascinating. He gives a nice mix of science and just like his own anecdotal thoughts. And he's also hilarious. Like he's just this funny man, like singing in the shower and like beatboxing and being crazy. And it makes the whole thing 
while like super impactful, also just like really hilarious. But anyway, so in breath work, I've done some hilariously long breath holds for, well, maybe they're not that long, but for me, they feel quite long. And I've experienced some pretty cool highs. Um, like he calls it getting high on your own supply and that's truly what's happening. But I haven't found like massive breakthroughs or anything with the breath work. Um, unless I'm like pairing it with meditation or a longer session and like really being guided through it. And maybe that's just because I'm not like creating the right container for it. Um, usually like with the whim breath work, I'm like doing it in the morning before I have stuff to do. Whereas other stuff that I've done, that's been more impactful. I'm like carving out, I want to say, I mean, the most recent experience I had was like a three hour situation, but anyway, um, but when I have done that, my Lord, is it intense? So like I said, this past weekend, I did a workshop and I don't, I don't even know. Like, I feel like I shaped my life and like changed the course of it in a way that I was not expecting and can never forget. Um, since that I've like written dozens of pages in my journal and what I'm experiencing and like still learning and remembering just like can't be contained and just like needs to spill out. So I'm like voice memoing myself and people and writing and I keep getting like signs and synchronicities. Um, and I don't know like how much I'll share about like what those were because I'm still processing a lot of it, but I'll come back to that in a second. But I just wanted to say like one thing I learned is like with all this stuff that's coming through is like, I had to make a lot of space for it with the breath work. Like I processed and released so many things that have been taking up headspace for me. And it was incredible to see how there was room for the universe to pop in with like these really profound, beautiful, creative thoughts and ideas and just like knowings. And like I said, the synchronicities that weren't coming through before, but it's because I'm creating space for it. Um, well, I guess there is one, well, there's a couple takeaways that I feel like I could share, but the first one that feels super compelling is that we are safe to trust that whatever it is that we're going through is exactly what we are supposed to be going through. And that might feel kind of basic, but it took me to a whole new level. (laughs) Um, but like no matter how brutal or painful, there's a reason why and we can just like surrender to whatever it is without judgment or attachment but instead like with this like lens of love and it feels like kind of a weird or hard concept based on like whatever the situation is but what we can control is the energy with which we are experiencing the situation and like knowing that in each moment we have a choice and when you're looking at life from this like present moment, love lens thing, there like, isn't fear. Um, and because it's present, like there's no regret, there's no, um, anger, judgment. It's just like you in the moment and 
your choice of how you want to experience it. Um, ugh, I don't know. There's so much that just feels like important and I don't know how to dive into it without like diving into all of it and like never stopping talking. So we might need to do another episode when I can like process more. But, um, what's interesting about this whole like past week is just that like the day before the breath work, I posted a poem that I wrote after a swim last weekend. And when I read it again, a little bit ago, I realized I could have like 100% have applied what I wrote about, um, to what I experienced during breath work. And, and when I think about the breath work and I think about the cold swim, they were both easy and yet painful. Um, but like the breath work felt infinitely more challenging and yet like completely natural and easy. I don't know. It's so strange. Like I sweat through all of my clothes. My hair was drenched. And during the actual, it's only 30 minutes. This was only 30 minutes. Um, I was essentially like paralyzed or what felt like I was paralyzed. I'm sure I could have moved if I tried. Um, but like also unaware of the fact that I was just like weeping. (laughs) Um, and it was like the most beautiful, peaceful experience despite all of that, because of the truths that were just like pouring in and the way that like, maybe, you know, maybe it was my own sweat that made me feel so warm, but no, it just like, I felt very held and safe and peaceful. Um, but the truths, some of the truths that came through, um, were similar to those of like the cold swim and truths about like being in, but not of the world and about like my divinity and strength and beauty. And I don't know, like heavy, beautiful stuff that like, I've never really gone down this road before. And it, it just really does feel like the beginning. Uh, so I'm going to read the poem. This is officially my first poetry reading. So uh, weird. Okay. For a second, maybe less, the intensity, the sensations demand attention to my humanity. Remind connection to my divinity. I am here, but not of here. What's the worst that can happen? No worst. Only good can happen. (laughs) Oh my god, this is so weird. So anyway, from that like lens of only good can happen and no fear, I've like lately like so big time embraced this sense of like not doing anything out of obligation. It's alignment or nothing. Because because there is no worse. There's no worse that can happen. It's only good. It's just what is. Um, and ultimately, like, if I am connected to my sense of divinity and, like, truly believing that we are all connected and this is all, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to go with that. But it's safe to just do what I need to do the consequences aren't like the dire consequences that we're like predicting 
Cause that's again, like taking it out of the present and the present is all that we have anyway. Uh, but for me, that really looks like saying no to beliefs that aren't mine obligations, like I said, and like creating new truths, um, based on like what I've now seen to be true for me. Um, part of this is just like slowing way the hell down and recognizing that my energy has been frantic and desperate and an attempt to like do all the things and control and like plan and predict a future that like isn't I don't want to say isn't guaranteed, but isn't. And please like all the people. And by that, I really mostly mean myself. Like I've been saying, if I do all of these things, I can't fail because I tried really hard or almost like I left no stone unturned. So then I have all the, I don't know. I'm just kind of like desperately collecting, um, opportunities, I guess. Um, and making sure that I'm doing my due, due diligence, but like out of a sense of fear of like, if I don't, what would happen? Even if it hurts. And even if it's like at times feeling like it's destroying me. So I'm not doing that anymore. I've decided I am not. Um, but yeah, so what I now see is the importance of truly understanding that I am exactly where I'm supposed to be and what's for me will not pass me. Um, and yet while it won't pass me, this is not like powerlessness. Um, in the breath work, we did an exercise that, and that like got us to see how we are responsible for giving ourselves the things that we're seeking And then therefore like taking the pressure off the actual physical thing, because we recognize our oneness, like with the thing that we're seeking. So I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think if I should share what I journaled on this because it might help. Um, sure. Why not? One moment. Let me get my journal. Okay. So here I go. So it started with like, we were trying to identify like the things that made us like truly come alive. And at this point I had no idea like what we were doing or why it was just kind of like, what are the things that, um, how do I feel? Or like, what am I doing when I'm deeply connected with life itself? How, where am I when I forget my identity and, um, stuff like that. And basically there was like a ton of different questions and I looked for like the similarities and if we could find like one thing that stands out as like the thing we loved, what would that be? And obviously I like, there were a lot of things that were duplicates, but water was the most prevalent. Um, and I felt the strongest about, so I wrote, I love the water because it reflects the sky, which I also love tremendously. It reminds me of every good and bad emotion I've ever had. It amplifies all the emotions I've ever had. And by that, I mean like when I'm really happy, the water makes me even happier. And when I'm really like blue, the water makes me feel that even more deeply. I love the water because it's mysterious. I love the water 
because when I'm around it, I feel calm and soothed and held and safe and whole and okay and relieved and refreshed and recreated. I love the water because it reminds me that I am connected, that I am made of the universe just like it is. And then she had us kind of change it up and realize like, I love the water because I am fluid and whole and relieved and expansive. I am held and mysterious and deep and powerful. I am a reflection of the sky. I am connected and sacred and graceful and soothing and calm and recreated. I am flexible and needed and worthy of love and of care. And I amplify every good and bad emotion. So that was super powerful. And it kind of works with anything, like anything that you love. It's kind of going like, I love that thing because I am that thing. And when you realize when you realize like that's the case, um, you're able to like release this like obligation, like I said, of the universe, um, God, whatever it is that you believe in, in the providing something or like the needing of the thing, because you realize like at the root of it, you are it. So therefore you can have it. And it's your job to like unlearn or release anything that keeps you from believing that you are it and have it already. So I'm going to leave you with that. I'm probably going to process all of this and um, come back with like five more episodes all based on this experience. But I wanted to share that from now and just let you know where I am at and what is up. So thank you for listening and I will talk to you soon.